imagine if you just had to shut your doors now and just completely walk away from it, would you have any money left over? Would you be able to sell your business? So these are things financially that we have to be thinking about too is, you know, have we been budgeting? How are we spending our money? Are we saving? Are we investing our money? Right now, the stock market is doing pretty well. And so, you know, how many of us are investing our, our money into that stock market? What about real estate? Are we, how, how are we investing for our future selves? And I think that, I, uh, I think right now, a lot of us are trying to save, which is really good. I think in the past, hairdressers are just notorious of, of taking their tip money and just spending it um, either at the bars, at the restaurants, or at Starbucks, right? Um, we are just in that industry of uh, instant gratification, um, instant satisfaction. And I really believe that we have to rethink our strategy of how we are, what our mind set is when it comes to money. Hey friends, I'm Jennifer and you're listening to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast, a podcast for beauty industry providers and business owners that are wanting to level up their game to create a profitable career. If you're feeling stuck and you want more out of this industry, then join me as I share with you my strategies, lessons I've learned along the way, and how I overcame fear by shifting my mindset to build a healthy business. I built a solid book behind the chair, launched a bridal company, became a salon suite owner to most recently opening up a salon. As creative entrepreneurs, we need an education that empowers us and makes an impact on helping us raise our standards. My mission is to teach you how you can reach your goals quickly, build your books and your business faster, and master the framework for creating a successful and rewarding career. Thank you for joining me. Let's do this. Welcome to your Game Changer Podcast. Welcome back to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Alvarez. As we are wrapping up 2020, I want us to start thinking about next year. Yes, because that is coming up very soon, 2021, and I'm sure most of us are really looking forward to 2021 and new beginnings, right? This year has been a very heavy, very challenging year for the beauty industry and just people in general. It's just been the wackiest year possible. But I want us to take this time regardless of how heavy of a year it has been. And I want us to do some reflection. I believe it's super important for us to move forward in our life that we need to reflect on our past, right? We need to really think about what has happened in the past and make sure that we're able to control and navigate our way in the future, whether we want to move in the same direction or we want to reroute and go a different route in different direction. So let's really reflect back on 2020 and think about what we want to keep and what we want to change, right? This could be your habits, it could be your attitude, it could be people, right? So let's reflect back on 2020. I want us to think about what has been like the biggest learn possible for you? I know as a business owner, this has been a really challenging year financially as far as starting up a business and really knowing and understanding that we have to be very aware 
of where our money is going and if we are getting a return on our investment or if it's not a good purchase, right? And so I think a lot of business owners this year, this shutdown, if you were at a salon that had to shut down, I believe that it revealed the areas where you were re- where you were weak and that's okay. I think that it's that we need to accept the fact of the areas where we fell short and make the adjustments that need to be made so it doesn't happen again. Um, and I really believe that it made many people aware of what was happening financially in their business. So it's never too late to make changes, change of attitude, change of habit. So if there was things that you were doing in your business that were not working, 2020 definitely brought it out, right? And so I don't want this to discourage you as you reflect back, but I want it to encourage you that, hey, now we know that we need to take responsibility and we need to be wiser and smarter of how we spend our money. Or maybe the learn was something different for you. Maybe it wasn't about financials. Maybe it was about your marketing strategy. You know, I think that a lot of people during the shutdown, they chose to be silent. And I get it. I get it. It was very difficult to show up and show up consistently during those really tough times because it was so mentally challenging for us. You know, as creative people, it's super important for us to really, um, be constantly practicing our craft and always having some type of creative outlet, right? And so for the fact that we weren't able to do makeup and do hair where we get a lot of joy and fulfillment of doing that in our industry and the fact that we weren't able to do that, um, I think left a lot of people feeling not just discouraged, but not motivated and not inspired. And when you're, when you're experiencing any of those things, thoughts or feelings, it's very difficult to show up in feeling um, positive and showcasing your work, right? It, it's it's depressing. Nonetheless, there's, there's no other way that I feel like I can describe it. It was a depressing time. Um, there's no doubt there. But I think that those who were very silent and then when they were back open felt like they were able to hit the grounds running realize that, hey, maybe because I wasn't showing up consistently with my marketing, I've lost clients because of it. And so I think that it revealed some areas where we maybe have felt fell short, but we can take ownership again. There's more things that we can do with our marketing plan. And I think that the lesson there is that we have to be consistent with our marketing. We have to continue to be showing up because when we go silent, guess what? Our clients start thinking, whoa, what happened to them? Are they no longer in business? What's going on? Maybe they're going to leave the industry, right? People start talking. People start questioning your commitment to the industry. And so it's super important that regardless of what's happening, that we still need to stay present. Um, and, you know, if, if you are able to have a social media manager or somebody help you, it might be a great idea, especially if like, guess what? What if what if you get sick or what if a family member gets sick and you do have to step away from your marketing? How will the show move, go on, right? How will the show go on? How will your um, before and after pictures be seen? How will the content keep going, right? Um, what about the emails? There's so much to do as a business owner when it comes to your marketing. If you're not able to 
um, show up for work, who will do that for you, right? So maybe we're starting to think about the learn here is that we need to get a, a game plan of expanding our team, right? So these are different areas of reflecting back on 2020 of what our learn is, you know? Um, there was several things that I have learned um, throughout 2020 and it definitely wasn't an easy year, but I will say that the silver lining is that I feel much more wiser now going through and have gone through this than I did at the beginning of 2020. In addition to reflecting back on 2020, I mean, I felt like I created such an amazing goal setting strategy and plan for not only myself, but the business and for my team. And so we looked at this big um, goal on 2020 of what we wanted to do. And then guess what happened? We shut down. I mean, the learn here is that we can create these big dreams and big goals, but guess what? Sometimes life throws you a curveball, and we have to be mentally prepared for what could happen. Not that we always have to have that in our mind, the what ifs, but be prepared and planning for those what ifs, those days where we're either shut down or the days where we're not able to show up to work because we're sick or we broke a finger or whatnot, right? I think that it's important that, you know, we can take on 2021 with just a new mindset, a new mindset shift, a new attitude, creating new habits, and maybe not necessarily looking at 2021 as a year as a whole, but breaking it up into smaller uh, bite sizes, right? Uh, you know, the, the saying of how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? That's how I want to approach 2021 because I really approached 2020 with these big dreams, big goals, and it was very challenging to reach those and attain them um, with all of the personal things going on, the shutdown. It was a very tough year being my first year open um, fully with a growing team. So if we can take 2020 <laughs> and take those things that we learned, write those down. And, and think about, you know, what are we wanting to keep that worked well and, and what needs to change, you know, and look at the things that went right for you. Maybe you were really on top of your social media strategy and I want to applaud you for that, for always showing up and to maybe stepping up your game. Um, and just because you had maybe a weaker point or you were absent during, um, maybe the beginning of the shutdown or whatnot, maybe you picked things up in, in the fourth quarter. And I believe that it's important that we can still finish out 2020 strong, despite all of the craziness and chaos going on. Remember, because we're always trying to focus on the things that we can control. And so if your social media strategy has really picked up and you're posting more and you're posting better content and you're creating more engagement and you're really utilizing social media to your advantage to gain more traction to your business and building your brand and brand awareness, um, more power to you. Kudos to you for doing that because I believe that, you know, it can be so difficult when things go wrong and they're not going your, your way. It can be so easy for us to just call it quits, right? I mean, so many people in our industry they're forced to leave the beauty industry because they can't they can't make it and that is just so 
it's so sad. It's so frustrating that this has happened to to so many people in our industry. And I think that we just have to keep focused on, on our dreams and keep them alive. And, and if you have survived this, then, you know, that's just even more more reasons why you were meant to do this, why you were meant to do hair, why you were um, born to have the the talent and the ability to help people look good and feel good. And, and if you still have that dream in your heart that you want to open up a salon or start a business or start a salon suite, then this is your, your calling that maybe 2021 is the year that it's your time to really shine. So think about those things too that went right, went what went right and celebrate those wins. And I believe that it's super important that we celebrate our small wins and our big wins. You know, reflecting back on 2020, yeah, I had goals that I had set for the entire year. But one of the things that I didn't do right is that I forgot to celebrate those really small wins that without those wins, I wouldn't have finished out the year strong. And so that's something that I really want to carry into 2021 is making sure that I do create all those small goals, all those small goals. You know, I think I think of these goals as like pebbles, right? We've got a big, big, large um, stone, which is uh, the year as a whole. But if we wanted to fill up the jar completely, those little pebbles are going to fill in all the spaces to make that jar full and complete. So all of those small little goals, whether it's just like, hey, for this month, I want to increase my retail um, to service sales, and I want to increase that by 2%. Maybe it's something small. Maybe it's like, look, I just want to sell $100 more than I usually do. It's just putting forth those small efforts every single day, every day showing up that is going to make the difference, right? Because those small things is what is going to be creating that habit. So if those were um, some things that you have done right, keep keep them, keep them going into 2021. Let's also reflect on the things that you did enjoy. You know, I for myself, um, you know, I spent a little bit more time with friends and I also spent more time learning. I spent more time uh, taking classes and taking courses online, virtual classes. That was something that I really enjoyed. So think about the things that you did enjoy. We can all kind of agree what we did not enjoy <laughs> this year, but think about those little things that you did enjoy. Maybe you spent more time reading. Maybe you spent more time with your uh, spouse. Maybe you spent more time with your pet. You know, think about all the, the things that you did in 2020 that you did enjoy and how can we continue um, having that a part of 2021? You know, even if things go back to, you know, normal, okay, whatever whatever that is now, right? Let's say masks are done, all businesses are open again. You know, are we going to just crawl back to how life was before all this happened? Or are there things that we're going to be doing differently and changing, you know? Maybe you did spend more time with friends or spend more time with family. And if that's something that really brought you joy, then I highly recommend keeping it there. You know, it can't be all play and it can't be all work. And that's where we have to find that that balance or 
um, creating those boundaries in your life so you can make the time to enjoy those things because that's what life is all about, right? I always teach and preach that we need to create a career that supports the life that we want to live and and it can't be all work. And I, I will tell you this um, from experience that when it is all work and you know, you're waking up at six o'clock and, and in the morning and you are doing all the business stuff and then you've got to go to go to work and you're doing uh, taking care of all the um, employees and in all of your clients it leads to burnout it's just too much it's not sustainable and those people who are going 100 miles per hour and just constantly on the go and just focused on work you're missing a lot of life as well and so find those little things that you really enjoy and keep them for 2021 you know, um, and think about too, like, how did you reward yourself when you did something really good and it went right, or you hit a goal, did you reward yourself? And, and if you didn't, it's important that we start to create those, um, what goal could we, what, what goal could we have that when we achieve, we're going to get this reward. Maybe it's, I'm going to celebrate by, um, getting a nice bottle of wine, or I'm going to celebrate, um, by giving myself a day off or going to get a pedicure or what can we do to pamper ourselves and give ourselves self-care, right? Because in this industry, we usually are the very last people to make the time and take the time to be pampering ourselves, right? Especially during this particular time of year where it's all about getting everybody in as much as possible, working longer hours right before the holiday season, and yes, maybe this year's much different than years in the past, but we're typically the last people to get our hair done, our nails done, facials, things like that. What can we do though, moving forward in 2021, where we can make ourselves a priority? I know myself that when I put myself as a priority, my health first, how I look, how I feel, then I show up much better for my team. I can show up much better for my business. It, it feels like that feels balanced to me. I, I feel like when I'm making those times and those time adjustments for myself, that's when I feel on top of my game. It may be different for yourself, but I would say that if you feel all, all out of sorts and unbalanced, just try that. Try that where you are actually taking an hour or two hours every single day to do something for yourself, whether it's taking a walk, going to the gym, reading a book, taking a bath, painting your nails, maybe just meditating or doing some stretches, something where it's just for you, just for yourself, it has nothing to do with anybody else. And it's all about you feeling good mentally, physically, inside and out. So really think about 2020, what worked, what didn't work, where you spent your time. What about money, right? Money was quite a concern for a lot of people, whether you were an independent contractor, an employee, we had unemployment, we had all these crazy loans, all of us who don't speak the the bank language and the legal language, it was very confusing for a lot of us. We had the paycheck protection, we had um, unemployment, we had the uh, small business loan out. There was just a lot of crazy things financially that was happening in our beauty industry. You know, so were you saving all of your money or were you the type of person that was spending spending your money such as retail therapy, right? Um, I don't know about you, but sometimes I get into that rut um, where I spend a little bit more money on things that, yes, I don't need, 
um, and I'll do it because it just makes me feel good. However, we all know that after that moment happens, we still might feel upset or something because it, typically the retail therapy is we there's something else that's weighing on our heart and our mind that is making us feel frustrated or disappointed, you know? So really, really um, centering to what that challenge is and finding a solution other than something that's just masking it, right? Um, so how did you end up spending your money in 2020? You know, what was the lessons that you've learned there? Is I know for myself, I want to bring into 2021 more strategies on budgeting and saving because we have to now make sure that we're saving for a rainy day. Um, I think I've said this before on some podcasts too, but you know, I've recently had a few um, salon business owners that are closer to retirement and they're not really for sure that they want to um, redo their lease for their salons. I mean, can you believe that after 20, 30, 40 years in the business that they're just going to like shut the doors and that's it? Like what, what's, what about their retirement? What about their savings? I mean, can you imagine if you just had to shut your doors now and just completely walk away from it? Would you have any money left over? Would you be able to sell your business? So these are things financially that we have to be thinking about too is, you know, are, have we been budgeting? How are we spending our money? Are we saving? Are we investing our money? Right now, the stock market is doing pretty well. And so, you know, how many of us are investing our, our money into that stock market? What about real estate? Are we, how, how are we investing for our future selves? And I think that, I've, I think right now, a lot of us are trying to save, which is really good. I think in the past, hairdressers are just notorious of, of taking their tip money and just spending it um, either at the bars, at the restaurants, or at Starbucks, right? Um, we are just in that industry of uh, instant gratification, um, instant satisfaction. And I really believe that we have to rethink our strategy of how we are, what our mind set is when it comes to money. So just think about what worked for you and what didn't work for you and what you want to change for 2021. I love this reflection portion because it really helps us to uh, analyze our life and what changes and adjustments we need to make. Now, I think that where we make a big mistake is that we start this new year and all of us have these big juicy goals. I'm going to get into shape. I'm going to lose 20 pounds. I'm going to stop uh, drinking as much. I'm going to stop smoking. I'm I'm going to um, drop those friends. I'm going to be reading a whole bunch, right? We've got all of these like life-changing desires that we want to do. And what happens? Usually by the third week of January, we're right back at square one of we're not doing anything. Why? Because we have overwhelmed us overwhelmed ourselves with unrealistic expectations, right? We put all this pressure of, I just want to feel different. I want to be different. I want to change. And yet we've added so many different changes that becomes overwhelming and we don't even know where to start or how to move forward. And so we just quit. And that's what I don't want to happen for you. And so one thing that I'm going to be doing a little bit different moving to 2021 is I'm going to really focus on small 
goals. Um, one of the things that I am going to take bring into 2021 is I want to read more. And I do believe that we need to be creating smart goals where we have to be very specific and measurable and we need to make sure that this is also timely. So one of my goals is I want to read one book and I'm going to give myself a deadline. And so I need to read one book by the end of March. So by giving myself a short time frame and a deadline, what I like about that is that if I just said like to myself, I'm going to read, um, I'm going to read, let's just say I want to read five books for the year. You guys, I know myself and I don't know about you, but like, I'm not going to probably start right away or I might start and, and get through the first two weeks and then put that book down and be like, well, I got a whole year to do this. Right. And I think a lot of us do that where we're like, well, you know, the year, I've got several other months and I'll just pick it up a little bit later. But I want us to just start creating these really small habits. And it could be as small as like, if I if I want to finish a book in three months, what if I just said to myself, I'm going to read two pages a day, right? Something really ridiculously small that it's like, I can do that. I easily can do that. As opposed to like telling myself, I'm going to read um, for like two hours a day or, you know, even just an hour to me sounds a little bit like daunting, like, oh, who's got time for that, right? So we have to think about really how much can we commit to it and how small can we make it that it is such little tiny bite sizes that it is starting to create that habit of like, okay, if I want to, let's say for health, because everybody talks about health for the first new year, right? Um, I can't remember what podcast I was listening to, but it was a guy who wanted to lose quite a bit of weight. And in order for him to create the habit of losing weight, and he was uh, very severely overweight, for the first 21 days, this sounds really ridiculous, but it worked for him, so that's great. Um, For the first 21 days, every day he drove to the gym and he drove back home. Some days he would get out of his car and walk in, but he never worked out. He did it for 21 days and then slowly he would go go to the gym and he'd go inside and he would go to the workout floor. Some days he'd work out, some days he wouldn't. And he was just getting in that habit of going to the gym and preparing himself mentally. Well, now moving forward, he lost that weight and he created this habit of this healthy habit of going to the gym consistently. But it took that small little bite of, I just got to go to the gym. I mean, isn't that the hardest part right there is actually just getting yourself to the gym? Um, That procrastination is so real. And so how can we just take these goals and just make them extra small and extra doable, right? So I know myself is that I'm going to be, you know, reading two pages a day. And I think that that is going to be more helpful to me because if I could read two pages a day, then I'm going to be able to finish a book in three months, right? I guess depending on how how uh, um, how big that book is, right? But the whole point is just getting in that habit of opening that book and reading a page. And what happens, you know, like some days you're going to have more time than others, right? So let's say you take yourself to the gym. Some days you're going to only have, let's say, 15 minutes, maybe 30 minutes. And then some days you might have all day, right? 
So it's just about doing those little things for yourself, you know? And let's say we, for 2021, we want to sell more retail, right? And so what is little habits that you could be doing every day? I mean, maybe you are terrible at retail, right? Like a lot of people in our industry say, I'm not a salesperson. But let's say we just started with a small habit, okay? And maybe the small habit was that you wanted to talk about retail, right? So you're gonna commit to every single client uh, describing what you're using, right? So let's say every client you shampoo their hair. So you could just say, hey Mary, today I'm using the Davines Love Shampoo, right? You're, you're not selling her anything, you're just getting in the habit of just saying, I'm using this shampoo. So every person that you shampoo, you tell them exactly what shampoo you're using, right? That that would be a very, very small bite into the whole process of how to get better at selling retail, which yes, it's all about talking about it and how you prescribe it to the person. Do you hand it to them? Do you have them smell it? Do you walk them over to the retail shelf? Do you lay it all out, right? It sounds too um, overwhelming to say, I'm going to be selling 20% retail to service, or I'm going to sell $1,000 every month, right? I think that when people hear that at first, we jump into 2021, a new year and say, I got this, I can do this. And then week three, we're like, I have only sold like $5 of products and um, my goal is a thousand. And so what happens? So we get, we get discouraged and we stop and we stop moving forward, right? So if, you, if we can just take these goals and break them up to a little bit smaller. Another thing for 2021 is I really believe in um, having like a mantra to live by, right? Like something that we can constantly um, tell ourselves over and over again, what, whether it's a word or a phrase. So for 2020, my year was discipline. And oh my gosh, it was very difficult for me to be discipline, right? Like there was many times that it was difficult for me to show up consistently. It was, you know, even like doing a weekly podcast, it's, it can be difficult to be showing up every week because why? There's so many things going on, right? You got, you got, you got to go to the gym and you got to make dinner and you got to get groceries and take care of the dog and go to work and do hair and contact clients, right? So much to do. But but it's important that if we have like some type of mantra, one word to live by, then it really helps to influence our actions, our attitude, our habits, right? So whatever 2020 was to you, whatever word you chose, let's do something different, right? Because if we have the same word, then, then maybe our habits are going to be the same. And we're not going to be able to grow and evolve and, and, and move forward if we're always going to stay in the same place and have the same word or mantra, right? I believe that we got to switch it up, try something new, try a different word. Maybe, maybe 2020, you just felt super unhealthy. So your, your mantra for 2021 is I am healthy. Um, or maybe you want just like one word, you know, a, a few different words that I really love and you could totally steal this and make it your own. I'd love to know what word you're going to use for 2021. Um, my word for 2021, I'll let you guys know what it is, is focused. Um, I have not been diagnosed with ADHD, but I swear that I am like extremely distracted person. Yes, you will find me scrolling mindlessly on Instagram or Pinterest and and um, 
even during a middle of a conversation, I might switch gears and talk about something completely different or lose my train of thought. I don't know. It's a the creative person in me. But anyways, my word for 2021 is focused. And that's why I really want to break things down to bite-sized pieces because I can't handle any more than that. And if you can, that is awesome. I, I wish I was more like that, but I'm just not personally wired that way. Um, a few other words that people love hearing, and, and you can make this your mantra, your word, is confident, fearless, believe, risk taker, present, growth, steps, moving forward. These are all different words that I feel like can spark inspiration, spark motivation. I mean, can imagine that every question um, or situation or potential opportunity that comes your way, if you can reiterate your word and that could help you make better decisions, you know, like my, my um, word was discipline. So, you know, uh, during the pandemic, I decided to invest in a coach and a course and three to four days a week, I had classes and there was days where I didn't want to do those classes. I actually, I wanted to go out on the patio on a nice day. And yes, it was one o'clock, but I wanted to have a glass of wine, right? But I didn't and I, and I couldn't because my word was being disciplined. I need, to, I need to sit here and I need to focus on this class and be able to, to learn and grow and, and stay, stay disciplined of, of what I need to do, you know? And that goes with like, you know, making different choices, being healthier, right? Um, you know, I think that having this word and having that that focus, that mantra, I believe that can really just help you hone in on you and what's important to you, you know? So I would highly recommend creating a word and or just thinking about what word you want to be using for 2021. And I also would love to have you join me with creating these small goals. I love it. I have a lot of my listeners jump into my DMs, tell me what's going on. Like I have a ton of people telling me that they're going to start a salon, open up a salon suite. Maybe they're going to be doing on location bridal um, or they have increased their sales or their, their revenues. Um, the retail sales. And I love hearing that because, you know, it really helps me know that this podcast is working and working for you. And I created this for you because, you know, you are always on top of my mind of, I want to help you. I want to see you succeed. You know, you're listening to this because you believe that you are capable of something much greater, right? So I want you to join me in 2021, creating these small goals and small wins and focusing on just the first quarter, right? Um, I would love to um, launch another webinar and get you guys all together and teach another class. And I would love to hear from you in my Instagram DMs at uh, Jennifer Jade Alvarez. And if you would like to be a part of that, and you have some things that you would love to discuss or learn more about, I would love to talk to you. So make sure to join me on Instagram at jenniferjadealvarez.com or instagram.com uh, um, forward slash jenniferjadealvarez. Um, another thing is that um, 
I wanted to share with you that I recently received the Full Focus Planner um, by Michael Hyatt. And I will leave a code in the show notes if you guys would like to purchase one of those as well. I have a uh, $10 off for a planner. And this planner is like amazing. And I'm super excited because as a person who has a difficult time focusing um, this I'm very excited about because it really breaks things down on how to be more detailed oriented with your goals, how to be more specific in the tasks that you need to do. I don't know about you, but I'm a huge list taker and I always have a huge to-do list and that can be very overwhelming. It can be very, uh, distracting as well, and it can lead to really great disorganization. So I'm super excited to explore this planner more. So I will leave that um, special code in the notes as well. And if you'd like to get that as well, um, let me know. I'm really excited to share that. So uh, just to sum up this podcast, you know, I really want to make 2021 a year of progress, success, And I want us all to be finishing small milestones will equal to big strides for 2021. So I hope that you are all um, enjoying as much as we can this holiday season. And I hope that your businesses are not just surviving, but thriving and stay focused, finish strong, right? I believe in you and I am so grateful for you being a part of this podcast. So God bless. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Beauty Business Game Changer podcast. If you love to keep track of your favorite shows, then subscribe to this podcast to receive the newest edition when it's released. This podcast was created with you in mind. So I'd love to get your review to learn how this podcast has helped you in your career. And because I love my listeners and want to connect more, join me in our free Facebook community at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash salon and suite business. My mission is to help beauty professionals like you create a career that supports the life you want to live. Thank you for being a part of the journey.